0: AT&T Fiber live like a Gagillionaire. available wherever you get your podcast limited to availability in select areas visit att.com/hypergig with details
1: From BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
0: is going on a road trip I thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board
1: this is uncanny USA
0: Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers history one day at a time. Today is September 5th, 2019. The day was September 5th, 1945. Soviet cipher clerk Igor Guzenka left the Soviet embassy in Ottawa, Ontario, carrying more than hundred secret documents. During World War II, Canada and the Soviet Union became allies. Ottawa was an important site for the GRU, which was the main intelligence directorate of the USSR's general staff. Huzenka was an intelligence officer working at the GRU headquarters in Moscow. In 1943, he was sent to Ottawa. His official title was civilian employee of the Soviet embassy at Ottawa, but he was actually a cipher clerk on the staff of the military attaché, Colonel Nikolai Zabotin. It was Guzenka's job to deal with transmissions to and from Moscow. His wife, Svetlana, moved to Canada with him a few months after he arrived in Ottawa. Guzenka was impressed with life in Ottawa, where he found that his quality of life was better than it was in the Soviet Union. In Canada, there were democratic elections, freedom of speech, and better living conditions. In comparison, life under Soviet rule and conditions at the Soviet embassy were oppressive. Guzenka also found out that the GRU and the People's Commissariat of Internal Affairs, which also led intelligence activities, were using the embassy as a headquarters from which they conducted espionage activities against Canada. Zabotin had been ordered to keep his firings secret from the Soviet ambassador, Georgi Zerubin. The Soviet Union was not simply an ally of Canada. In 1944, Zabotin unexpectedly told Guzenka that he and his wife and his son were being sent back to Moscow. He had his departure delayed, but he knew that the reasons for his dismissal could not be good, and he feared the situation he may return to in Moscow. Disenchanted with the Soviet Union and attracted to life in Canada, Guzenka began planning his defection. He copied or took documents that he believed Canadian officials would be interested in. On September 5, 1945, he left the embassy carrying telegrams sent to and received from Moscow and many other documents. That day and the next, he took his documents and story of Soviet espionage to the Minister of Justice, the Ottawa Journal, and the Ottawa Magistrates' Court. But they turned him away. On the night of September 6, he and his family hid in a neighbor's apartment while Soviet agents raided his home. Another neighbor called the Ottawa police, who confronted the Soviet agents and got them to leave. With the help of Norman Robertson, who was the Undersecretary of State for the Department of External Affairs, Kuzenka was taken to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police headquarters the next morning for questioning. Guzenka gave the RCMP documents detailing the Soviets' espionage efforts in Canadian government departments and in Western atomic research projects. Prime Minister Mackenzie King was initially hesitant and unsure of Guzenka's motives. But just two days after he defected, Guzenka and his family were given political asylum and put in protective custody, where they continued to be questioned. Guzenka's documents revealed that there was a large-scale system of Soviet espionage through which the Soviets provided Moscow with classified information. News of the Guzenka affair, as it became known, went public in early February 1946. A royal commission was called to investigate the accusations, which led to the arrest of 39 suspects. Eighteen of those people were convicted. Sabotin was sent to a labor camp in Siberia. The Soviet government admitted that it obtained certain secret information from Canadians, but said that the information was useless. The Guzenka affair encouraged distrust of the Soviet Union and inspired anti-communist sentiment in the West. The affair has been credited as an inciting incident of the Cold War. Guzenka lived under police protection with his family in Canada for the rest of his life. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If there are any upcoming days in history that you'd really like me to cover on the show, give us a shout on social media at T D I H C Podcast. Thanks for joining me on this trip through history. See you here, same place, tomorrow.